0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Sincerely Shatea. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I did, I had a lot of fun. My little cousin had a birthday party and my cousin just got a new house and their house is beautiful and they were perfect hosts and they don't live far and it's easy to find their house so I can visit them more often. I don't get to see them a lot. So I'm really excited about spending more time with them and just had a really good weekend. The weekend was fun and I just enjoyed my family because I haven't seen them in over a year. So my family is perfect. I met my my dog cousins, Reese and Onyx. They're so cute. They're huge and they are just the sweetest dogs ever. I just had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun just hanging out. And I can't say that often. So this time I had a lot of fun just hanging out with my cousins, talking, enjoying food, enjoying family, enjoying cake. I don't know, you know, being around my little cousins, they are they are little, not adults yet but they're like teenagers oh my gosh i remember when you guys were babies now you're teenagers and they're so smart and they're so funny and they're like normal teenagers and they do normal teenage stuff but it's really funny to actually watch it it's like okay so this is the stuff i used to do it's like watching a movie in a weird way it's like watching a teen movie it's, like, right in front of your feet. They're quintessential teens. And this, however teens act, that's how they act. And I joked with my cousins. I was like, there's no way people can see all four of you together and believe that these children are your children. Like, you guys created these children. Because they look really young. And they look like they could be their older siblings, but definitely not their parents. It's so wacky to see. It's so it's so cool. I think it's so cool. They have a really beautiful family and they're really, really good people and I just, I love my family. I love them. They are my favorite married couple. No offense to my parents. Or my grandparents. (laughs) But they are. They're my favorite married couple. I love them so much. So, I'm excited to hang out with them again soon, and that was my weekend, and didn't really want to go home on Sunday, but I was super excited for my special guest, David Yontef from Behind the Velvet Rope, so I hope that you all enjoy this wonderful interview. Oh gosh, it was so good. It's so good. Enjoy. So today with me, I have David Yantef coming from behind his velvet rope to join me on my podcast. Hi, David.
1: How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me.
1: Anytime. Thank you for having me. No what is going problem. on?
0: Oh my gosh. What is what is not going on? Honestly. It's, it's
1: busy. It's very busy.
0: It's super busy, but the first question I have for you is what made you start this podcast?
1: Well, listen, I have, um, you know, I've had a lot of different careers prior to this, personally. So I was in between careers, and look, I've always been a fan of reality TV right from the beginning. The Hills, The Simple Life, I loved it all. The Real World, Big Brother, Survivor. So, I mean, I kind of fell into hanging out with a lot of these people that were on Bravo, which it's not really as hard as it sounds, you know, I mean, it is organic and you aren't friends with people. You, you know, it's, you're not friends with everyone, but it is organic. And so I would be hanging out with a lot of these people as friends or whatever acquaintances. And I'm like, when they're not filming, this is, there's so much going on here. Like no one's watching and I'm watching everything so that's really where the title behind the velvet rope came from like when I started my podcast I was going to have two days a week one day was going to be an interview and one day was going to be me telling like my little stories my pilot episode was me in Florida at a dinner with like Ramona Singer Kelly Dodd Rick Leventhal and Dolores Catania and I'm like does anyone care about what happened at this dinner so I put out the first episode and yes like your mouth is dropping open. People cared. It was exactly what you think. Ramona was at the seat before any of us sat down. She had the Brinzino. She was on her second Martini. Dolores didn't really want to sit next to Ramona. Kelly and Rick were in like lovers. Like they were just into each other. I'm like exactly what you think is what happens but I'm gonna tell you some other things too. So that was my first episode and I'm like, oh, people do care about this. So that's kind of how it started. And now it's just morphed into like a five day a week interview show. It's like, I still have my Patreon. I still have my little stories, but the main show is just, it's like, I've become a journalist. It's like every day there's a different guest. It's not all Bravo. It's reality TV and pop culture. And we have a lot of actors and actresses and singers coming up. So it's really just like, look, when you're on my show, I don't really have an opinion. It's really more like, I want to get all the facts and all the drama and let the audience decide. If you hate the person before you listen and you hate the person after, that's okay. People are always like, oh, I hate this person. I'm like, I never told you, you should like this person. That's not really my job. That's up to you. If I'm getting a lot of facts out of them that makes you hate them even more, well, then I've done my job. When someone tells me, oh, my opinion of this person changed, like that to me is great. It means like you listened with an open mind, but that's not like my goal. It really is just, let's see, you know, if there's tea to get, I'm gonna get it. And there's always at least one housewife a week on it. We We like mix it up. I think, I
0: really do think it's very unique and it's fantastic. And I think my favorite, this is so, maybe so um, random, but my favorite episode was Lynn from OC.
1: Lynn Carton? Yes. She's a sweetie.
0: She is so sweet. And I've always loved her. And I was like, oh my goodness, he interviewed Lynn. I have to listen to this. I've missed her.
1: I never thought that that would be the episode that would bring someone in, but welcome. And I actually know Lynn in real life. Like Lynn is a sweetheart, literally. I was like, yeah. I was supposed to see her, you know, um last weekend or the weekend before I was in LA. And she was going to come up from the OC, but it didn't. It's not as close as it sounds, and it just didn't work out.
0: Right. Well, but what, I'm Who else with are you it. friends with?
1: From the OC, Lynn, Jesus Jugs, Miss Alexis Polino. Yes. Let's not forget her. Um, I'm thinking. Is those, are those really? Those are kind of my two buddies from the OC. Like, I think if I was in town, I would try to have a drink with a Vicky. Okay. A Vicky, no. Like, I, I I have a thing for Vicky. I I like Vicky. I, I just, don't
0: dislike her. I actually like her too. I like her like I like Ramona. Like th- they both are super annoying to me at times, but there's a special space in my heart for both of them.
1: That's the thing. It's like Vicky, so I mean, I always base it just on my interactions like when you come on my show before, during and after. And like Vicky was a normal person. It was scheduled like a business meeting should be scheduled. When I email her or text her, she gets right back to me. Like she's just, I, I really don't think that she is a malicious, vicious woman. I, I, I really don't. That is my interactions with her have been nothing but great, yes. And I have a special place in my heart for Vicky. I don't think she's coming back ever. Don't think they will ever have her back. That's just my honest opinion. But I have a special place for her as well. Do you, do you, um, not, the,
0: do you know why, like why they fired her? I mean, oh, it's Vicky. I know. I, I mean, that's really all I have. To, it's Vicky.
1: I think the key is, I mean, all these rumors that Tamara's coming back as a friend, I think they're true. I think they're true. Uh, this is what I think. And I don't know anything. This is nobody. There's no inside information. This is really, truly just my thoughts mm-hmm. from a business point of view. I think that Heather got at least a million dollars to come back. I, I do. I mean, Teresa makes over a million. Candy Burst makes over a million. Melissa, I think that she would not go back. Yeah she would not go back otherwise um i think that so i think they got they gave her let's just say a million dollars mm-hmm. and she's been very clear that she's not working with kelly so i that's i really think that's why kelly got fired i'm not saying she wouldn't have gotten fired anyway mm-hmm. but i i don't think it's really the drunk wives matter and all that i don't i think it's heather
0: and you know what i agree with you because i did not um see her being fired otherwise either. I mean, I was like, I mean, it's Kel- it's Kelly. She's good TV. She pisses people off. Um people love to hate watch. So, I mean, where where would she possibly be going?
1: Yeah, and I don't really think that they that they care per se like Bravo. Like I think that they really make their own decisions and I, I don't know. I I really don't think that if everyone hates someone they say, it's time for you to go. I don't think they listen as much as we think they do. That's my opinion.
0: Okay, yeah, I understand that. Now, when it comes to Heather, so you think she gave Bravo the ultimatum? Like, if you want me back, I'm not dealing.
1: Not only do I think they did that, I personally think that Miss Fancy Pants also was like, Bronwyn brings this whole thing down. And I, I don't want her there either no one has said this to me. I don't know anything. I just could see her having an influence in that decision. Also, I think Broadman would have been fired regardless, but I think that this didn't help. And I think, I personally think, also my opinion, Heather wanted to be like the big story of like, we got Heather back. And I think That's partly why Tamara is not announced yet and she will not be full time she'll be a friend of I think all of this I think it all revolves around Heather. I think they wanted Heather. Good decision. I mean, Heather's like a Bethany she she steals the scenes she's she is above it she is above it. She has a gazillion dollars a real house a real husband she's really does not need this show. She's famous without this show. She has money without this show. I think she elevates it. I do. And I think after the crap season they had last year, I think that, I mean, I don't know. Again, I think some of these decisions would have happened anyway, but I think that Heather was like, I want to be the person. Like you need to announce we got Heather back, not Heather and Tamara, just Heather. And I think, maybe that's why Tamer is just a friend of and is not that's announced yet.
0: Very interesting. That's a very interesting take. Um, I also want to ask you when it comes to Heather, um, what, who are you excited for Heather to possibly be feuding with?
1: It's funny. I was trying to think of how this is all going to go down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see her. Well, I'm assuming she's going a feud with Shannon. Okay. And it's like, it's weird. I could either see Emily loving her. Like I could see them loving each other or hating each other.
0: Kelly said on Jeff Lewis's show, she said that she thinks that Emily and Heather are going to go at it. I could see that. And I was like, this is gonna be fun because they're both very smart. So this is, this, is, this is gonna be good TV.
1: They're very smart. And I mean, I don't really see an attitude from Emily, but everyone says, you know, that's in the cast that she has like a know-it-all attitude. And yeah, that's not gonna go over with Heather. Heather's gonna be like, who the hell are you? Yep. It's gonna so be- I could see that too. Cause like Gina, yeah. Gina, it it like, could just kiss her ass, I could see.
0: Right. Now, let me ask you this. Why do you think Gina's still there?
1: Honestly, and this is no disrespect to anyone, I thought maybe they should just, I mean, wipe the whole damn thing clean and start over. I don't know why anyone is there that was there last season. Shannon, listen, to me, Shannon was a great housewife. Her story, you're married to this horrible man, you know, you're trying to lose weight and he's eating potato chips in front of you. Like he treats you like crap. He has an affair. You gain a trillion pounds. You lose the weight. You start a business. Now you have the hot guy. Like her story was great right. as a housewife, but I think it's over. I don't know what's left. Like we, we know, that's why I thought Kelly should also go. Like we know Kelly, like we mm-hmm. know Shannon. I don't see how Shannon's going to bring anything different. So I personally thought Shannon should go and I thought, Emily, I mean, I don't know.
0: Okay, so Emily, we watch the Housewives because they're rich and we like to see the big houses and the cars.
1: Yeah. He doesn't
0: have that stuff so-
1: Her and Gina are like normal. Like they're just, even when Tamara was on my podcast, Tamara was like, Emily's a lovely human being. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I, I had a dinner with Emily in New York once Mm -hmm. like the nicest possible person yeah we need this function we don't
0: need Uh, yeah i'm not sure
1: that we want nice i think she's i think she's too nice for the franchise
0: yeah i mean it's a compliment and and you know i feel like maybe she should just bow out gracefully
1: i mean unless she's gonna like just bring something and go insane this season I don't see how it's gonna be different. Well,
0: we'll we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, I wanted to ask you what is what's your favorite housewife friend group? Like the the Trace Amigas, Tamra and Vicky,
1: Jill Thank and you. Bethany. Nothing with Jill. So <laughs> scrap, scrap that. Um who is my favorite friends? That's a really good question. Trying to think who in like Beverly Hills is friends. Who else in New York is friends? I mean, listen, I, I mean, I love, I guess if I didn't overthink it, I would say Tamara and Vicky, just because you don't really, like you associate Luann with Luann and Sonia with Sonia. And like, Mm I mean, even Sonia and Ramona, like they, but like Vicky and Tamara, you literally associate together. Right. Having said that, I think it's going to be really interesting if Tamara's back and Vicky, I mean, Vicky's not coming back. So I just wonder if that's going to affect their friendship, because I don't think Vicky's really over it. I mean, when Brianna was on Watch What Happened, she said, my mother still misses it. I mean she also said that on my podcast granted that was months and months ago but like Brianna was just on watch what happens what four months ago three months yep. ago so I mean I don't know to say like my mother still misses it like I understand it was a long time but it's over
0: but like what do you do when it's over what do you do
1: I don't know I mean that's the thing like Luann, the, as the world opens now, she has a real career now. That cabaret sells out real venues around the country and it makes real money for Luann. Luann has done well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what anyone else does. I mean, if you're Heather Dubrow, you don't need money. If you're you know, Lisa Vanderpump, you have your restaurants. I don't know if this is like a moment in your life and you need to work for the rest of your life, I don't know what you do. Because it goes from 500 900 whatever the salary is, it goes to zero. Yes, you have your cameos, and you have your Instagram paid posts, and all of this stuff you had before. But that doesn't, I mean, you had that before, you're still losing like 400 $700, $800,000 a year. This is why you gotta give Tamara a friend of role and be like, here's your salary, take it or leave it. I think she's like, thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Like you can know your worth and then you have a year of making zero. I mean, I'm not saying Tamara's probably made money from her business, but (laughs) I don't see how you, I mean, if you want a humble housewife, just be like, goodbye. And yeah, now we want you back. Yeah. There's no money that compares to it. Like eventually, not the first year or two or whatever. But so I don't know what you do. I mean, you can't go get, even when Tamara was on my podcast, she's like, I mean, I can't go get a job at like the Bloomingdale's makeup counter. Right. Like you're, you're like Tamara Judge. Like you're not going to get a job working in the world. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. People are going to be like, what the hell? Yeah, you can go into real estate or like have your own business. But that is a whole different ball game than like, you're making eight hundred thousand dollars, and you get four hundred thousand the day you start filming, and you know the rest when the reunion wraps. Right. I, I mean, so
0: so, what? Who's your favorite? Well, what's your favorite feud of all the franchises?
1: Probably Jill and Bethany. Really. Yeah. Okay. Probably Jill and Bethany, just because. I mean. You know how other feuds are like, how did this end up? Some days, this one won, other days. I mean, Bethany has one housewives. So let's just throw down the gauntlet. That's true. So, <laughs> I mean, if Jill is still thinking about comparing herself, whatever, to Bethany, it's there's no comparison here.
0: I often think about that. I often think about what Jill is thinking when she's in the liquor store and she walks past the skinny girl margarita you know what do you do when you turn you're clicking through the channels and bethany's on hsn this was your friend and you ruined it
1: and she wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for you i mean technically if you she put her in the mix for the show yes bethany is brilliant it is a great idea yada yada i'm not taking anything away from bethany but really if you were not on this show skinny girl wouldn't be what it is
0: right and you so like no contact
1: so like if you're jill you're kind of like i did this like i gave this person a life Mm -hmm. that's got to eat away at her
0: but it's, right, it's a cautionary tale when your ego just gets the best of you and you just, everything crumbles.
1: It's all about that ego. Yeah. I think that's the mistake a lot of these housewives make.
0: Yeah, I, I agree.
1: It's now, like,
0: you, go ahead. Well,
1: I was going to say, everybody gets fired. So I don't know how <laughs> you could be shocked. And I talk to all of them after. Mm-hmm. It's They're always shocked. I'm like, but everybody gets fired. Nobody is, it's so arrogant almost. It's like, Mm -hmm. how did you, I would be the exact opposite. I would literally be like, I mean, that is the one thing Vicky said on my show too. Like she saved her money. I would be like, if you make 60,000 your first year and 120,000 your second year, you're 30, you're making three. And then like, maybe you're in the fours. Okay. So live on like two Like whatever it is, don't adjust to that salary when it gets up there. Just Mm -hmm. don't because it will go away. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you were making 60,000 now, go ahead. Live like you make $200,000. Enjoy your life a little bit. But not when you're making like $800,000. Don't, I wouldn't live on that. I I really would bank and save and make, because it's going to end, period. It will end. And when they are done with you at Bravo, they are done. There's no... Here's your one year notice. Here's your six months notice. It's like, there is the door. Phone call, not returned.
0: Oh, that sounds horrible. It sounds so bad.
1: So that's why, like, if you really think about it, yes, it's such a dream job. There's a line down the block. People want it. But if you, and yeah, you can get a lot out of it if you play it right, but just think about it when you don't play it right, it's like you now are a household name Mm -hmm. and you acted insane and like the jokes on you, like all of that, like Bravo still made money that year, the year before, and now it's over for you. So now what? Right. Like it's, it's the cynical way of looking at it, but it's really true. It's like, Bravo's almost the like, yeah, we and I don't mean disrespect to Bravo. It's just like we've used this person and now on to the next. Like that's how the machine works.
0: Yeah. You put it so, out there and are you? I mean, now it's done. So now what?
1: I would just understand that from the first day. And when you fired me, I'd be like, Well, I expected this five years ago. So today's the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, it's never the same. You could do your Instagram stories like Bronwyn is in the Hamptons now. She's been hanging out with it. I'm like, that's great. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the same as you're filming and coming back and you're on for another year. It's, it's over. It's yeah, over. Like
0: we don't care where she is and what she's done. Like, we don't care.
1: And everyone who thinks like, I'm gonna get another show. And like, even like when Jax and Brittany were saying that that's not how that works either. And I mean, yeah, it could work on another network but not really, that's not really how it works. They start out with strangers. They give a show to a group of strangers or a stranger before they would say like a Jax or a Brittany. And I'm not talking like one season on like celebrity rehab or marriage boot camp. Like if you wanna go on and have like another like five year show or like you're a cast member all these people who think they were on a show and they have like a reel to show, I think it's the exact opposite. Like what network is green lighting a show with someone who was already on TV and everyone knows about it and has been fired. It just doesn't work that way. Right. I mean, it could, but it's not the norm.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I felt the same way when they were like talking about getting a new show. I'm like, I don't think anybody is really interested in that or them, everybody's
1: talking about it. I mean, well, you know, you said you mentioned you listened to my Elizabeth Vargas episode, she's talking about it. Kelly and Rick posted on Instagram all weekend, they're showing that they're being followed around by film cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can hire a film camera for however much that costs and right. come up with a sizzle reel two weeks later and have a sizzle reel to sh- shop around. Kelly and Rick, so in love or whatever, and maybe that will get picked up, but it's very unlikely. So it's great that everyone says they're filming another show and showing pictures with cameras. It's like, that's your own money. And Mm -hmm. we can all do that. I can go do that right now and film my life and take a sizzle reel and send it around the world. You know, what is the concept to that? I mean, I assume the concept is her and Rick, so in love. That's what I'm thinking.
0: You know what I think would be really nice for them, though? I think it would be nice for them to have, like, a travel show.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, Rick is talented. He has, like, a real career in front of the camera. They could. They really could. They should Mm do something like that.
0: And I think everybody should listen to your episode with Elizabeth because, really, now I want her to get another show. Who is she?
1: She's an Ina Wright. You listen to that and you're (laughs) just like she's a nice woman. She's Mm -hmm. nice.
0: And I want more from her. I mean, she's now divorced. She's not with her, her boyfriend that we saw on the show and she's out and she's starting a new business. And I just want to see how this goes for her. I want to watch this.
1: Uh, Listen, I think she's nice. I, I just think she's a nice woman. And to her point, I mean, She's never came to come to watch what happens live. She's never like she really didn't have the housewife experience that everyone has. It's, it's, so it's, prepared. it's yeah. It's an unfortunate. It's an unfortunate group of circumstances.
0: Yeah. Well, besides her, is there anyone do you, that you think was fired too soon?
1: <sighs> um. Well, I, she's not fired, but I think that Tinsley, I don't know what the hell you did to go and live with Scott. I mean, I know Tinsley wasn't everyone's favorite, but Tinsley had more in her. You think so? I have a weird special love for Tinsley.
0: Okay. Can you explain this love to me? Because I don't care whether she stays or goes
1: most i think most people didn't didn't yeah i mean well tinsley also has real money she has the lifestyle she was the original it girl Mm -hmm. she's a nice she's a nice person
0: yeah i I mean who
1: knows who knows what would have happened without dorinda there You know, Tinsley could have, and they're only a five people You still could bring in Ebony. Who knows what Tinsley could have been up to? Like without Scott and without loving Scott and without wanting Scott back. Like, I don't know, have we ever really seen, I mean, I do think Tinsley really wants to be in love. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, like she's not my, um, like I'm trying to think who was fired too soon I'm trying to think from all the franchises uh, Beverly Hills OC New I'm York. trying to think like New York well okay okay I mean, I mean and you're I gonna say who I know what you're thinking go ahead well I mean, I don't know if you know this because of my show, listening to my show, where you just really feel the same way, but I mean, there were circumstances surrounding this. I think Aviva. Oh! I mean, who throws a leg at Le Cirque and is gone? Aviva was only on for what, like two seasons? Two seasons, yeah. I don't think we had enough of Aviva Dresher. Now, she doesn't, she, I... I've sat in down with her and mm-hmm. had an interview with her. She doesn't really leave her house. She is agoraphobic. I had to go to her house on the Upper East Side, which is fine. I would have stayed at Aviva's house for the next seven months of my life. She gave <laughs> me like vodka and it was nice. And her and Harry Dubin's son came in, who I mean, it's her son. She doesn't go on the trips and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know- pretty much the rumor is carol got her fired i mean carol was really close i mean allegedly carol you know carol was close with andy when she like carol was in that inner circle at yeah, and yeah because that's how he invited her on was like you need to be on the show i mean that's what the rumor is that carol was like get rid of her i'm out of here and then apparently bethany did the same thing to carol later on rumors allegedly but i kind of tend to believe that
0: you know what that uh, uh, Viva and the Carol thing makes a lot of sense because remember she was saying she didn't write that book and that really lit a fire under Carol like I've never seen. I was like, oh, I,
1: don't I know. think of the I, I. don't think we really saw. I think we needed more of Viva. Yeah,
0: I think we needed more jewels. Why? Well,
1: now yes, I didn't at the time. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I did not like her, but. But I love when someone's life is so different that now you don't know that. And yes, with Jules and all this stuff with the ex-husband in Florida, I think Jules could be a great new housewife.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, her father has since passed away. Um, You know, the whole baseball bat thing with Michael. I I need to know what's going on
1: with Jules. I think she's in like Palm Beach, West Palm Beach. But I mean, that's close enough to Miami. You couldn't pick Jules for the Miami reboot. I mean, I know Andy doesn't like to mix up locations and everything, but I could do with some more Jules. Yes.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's anyone that has overstayed their welcome?
1: So many people. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm okay. This might be a very controversial statement. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I mean, I'm also okay if Emily and Gina and Shannon go. So I think they've all overstayed their welcome. Okay. I am okay if Sonia goes. I know. What? There's no change. Like, she's the same to me the same.
0: I feel like she's changed for the worse.
1: She's not getting better. I feel that Sonia, I I think that my prediction is, again, no insight. I don't know. I think, I don't think they're going to let anyone go from New York. I think they have five people. They did that on purpose. I think they're just going to hire a six person next year. And it will be someone of diversity, not somebody black like there's all these rumors they're talking to Carolina Bermudez, who is Latina from KTU and like Elvis direct I think they're going to definitely make some type of diversity higher. I think if it's an Asian woman that's very strange like, but we've done that like what this is our new plan like step one, I mean we'll hire someone. Black, and then we'll hire someone Asian. I mean, Asian, right. which which is fine. Like, do what you got to do. But there's so but when many, it's a
0: pattern, it's a problem.
1: I think it's weird. So yeah. I think it won't be. But I think it will be. But I don't think anyone's gonna go. I think it's gonna be. Let's. But I do think after next season of New York, one of Sonia, Luann, and Ramona would go. And I think out of those three, the first one would be Sonia. I do. I don't think it would be Luann. Luann is so malleable she's non-offensive she goes with the flow Mm -hmm. that's what you got to do when you stick out and you can't adjust to the new cast or what's going on around you and i in a weird way think ramona is adjusting to this all like Ramona blends. I mean I know she doesn't and she sticks out and we have voting <laughs> issues now and but right, you see, you're laughing. It's so humorous. I think Ramona will live to see another day before Sonia. I really do. I really do. I, I could be wrong, but I just think so.
0: I think that. People are liking well, I would have never thought thunk it, but Sonia is is grasping the concepts that Ebony is is it's throwing shocking out. Yeah. It's, it's is. it is very shocking to me. Um, I love it, don't get me wrong. I love their friendship. I love what Ebony sees in Sonia, which is what I see in Sonia. Um
1: but you would have predicted Luann and Ebony, right? Would That's what pred- I was
0: No, because well if I didn't have any insight from Ebony I would have predicted that but I was more um though very surprised by Ebony saying this but I was ready for the Ramona and Ebony situation I was ready for that friendship because Ebony said she was the most welcoming
1: and it's like a fun listen I loved having Ebony on my show again I don't just love everyone right But I love, first I love chatting with Ebony. I love the fact that Ebony, I mean, listen, Ebony is very smart. And so like when she is saying to these people, like these are all the reasons why I am upset. These are all the reasons why I completely disagree with you. Mm -hmm. I'm not yelling. I'm just telling you all the reasons why I'm upset. You have upset me. I find this is not appropriate. Mm -hmm. And these are my reasons. And now tell me why you think that what you said is okay. I mean, that's, what more could you ask? Like, even when she was trying to say to Ramona, like, look, I'm not saying you shouldn't vote one way or another. Mm -hmm. Basically, she was saying, I'm okay if you voted for Trump. It's not up to me to tell you who to vote for. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm just saying, forget about your political party. As a woman, whether you like, Miss Harris or not, and voted Mm -hmm. for her, and stand by her politics, can't you at least just admit that it's nice to have a woman in the White House? Now, this may not be your woman. Mm -hmm. You might've preferred it to be Ivanka Trump, but Mm -hmm. I'm not even getting into that, or wanna get into that. I'm just saying, like, can't you at least woman to woman say that is something monumental? Right. The Ramona didn't really understand what she was saying, which was very funny, But that's why I like Ebony. She's like, I'm not trying to change your opinion. You can go vote for whoever you want. I have no right to tell you who to vote for. Go vote Republican. That's, I mean, you have every right to do anything you want. I'm just saying, can't you at least acknowledge that a woman is in the White House? Like whether you want this woman or not, how is that a bad thing?
0: I think, and also, you know.
1: That's why I I love Ebony.
0: I love her too. I'm going to be honest with you, David. Not
1: everybody loves her.
0: No, I know. Oh, I know. I don't like Leah. I'm not, I'm not, I can't do it. There's something about Leah that is, she tries too hard to me. Yeah,
1: and that's what Bronwyn did and look how that ended
0: up. Yeah, and it's like, she's trying to, Ebony is not, she's meeting them where they are, I feel like, but still educating them. Leah is trying to push them.
1: And I don't think Ebony is acting. I don't think it's like, let me get camera time. I don't think it's any of that. I think it's really authentic Authentic, of like, you know, I do think, again, I could be wrong. I think next season, it will be a different Ebony. Like, I think they'll show a much lighter. It's like Ebony, think about it. Didn't really, this is not what most people who come into Housewives sign up for. So- Very true. I mean, I know that Ebony knew kind of what she was getting into, but that is a lot of pressure. Like, even when she was on my show, she said, like, I make no mistake, I am speaking about this situation with Luann, and this is how I feel, and, like, I am not speaking about anything great, you know what I mean? So, right. which I appreciate. Like, she's very good with her words, but, like, how much pressure is that to carry a whole race discussion on a national platform when everyone's watching and they're also like drunk off their asses and that is not the housewives that everybody signed up for now I understand that Ebony knew this was coming I mean Mm -hmm. what else but this isn't really what we saw with Garcelle it's not really what we saw with Tiffany Moon yes at the end there were some issues with Tiffany and Cameron but like I think Ebony has it like no one else really had this Platform. Yes, Crystal has it now with something, I guess, but like it's not the same. Like, why did this become Ebony's burden, so to speak? I'm
0: going to, I, I have a theory about this. I think that besides Dallas being so super problematically racist, we know New York is the next one. I think they, well, I, Luann, it's been Luann. Um, I remember watching it back last year, just because I didn't have anything else to do. And this is my favorite franchise. So I watched it back and the first very problematic uh, comment Luann made, she was at dinner with Carol, and I believe Aviva and her husband, if I'm not mistaken. And she made a comment about scalping when it came to Native Americans. And I'm like, whoa. And she thought it was funny, and Carol was like, "That is not funny." Then the Diana Ross blackface Halloween costume. Then you had Dorinda uh, mistake the black guy um, for a server and gave him her coat, and he didn't work there. I don't even
1: remember that. Yeah,
0: that was season. Um, I'd say season seven. Yeah,
1: interesting.
0: But it was an honest mis- It was an honest mistake, right? I, I know that it was an honest mistake then you have the whole thing with Luann and Ebony. And I, people have been saying, and it's very true, that Ebony did tell Leah that uh, Luann said that she was an angry black woman. And that's not specifically what Luann said. I get that, but it's what Luann meant. And I know it's what Luann meant because how many times did Bethany yell and scream and call Luann a whore and this and that? She never called Bethany angry.
1: And that is the point that Ebony was trying to make. Like, I'm not taking sides, but that was right. And so, yeah, we're into some serious talks. And yeah, and so now there's a lot of people who, listen, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this week because they had the lowest ratings like in the history of the show last week. Yep. And people are just, you know, it's a debate of like, do you deal with life issues? I mean, it is a reality show or- Mm -hmm. Do you go the route of all the people that are like, I don't want to hear about this and on I, my reality shows. And then that brings up a bigger issue. Of
0: yeah, like- but I, I get, I get it. I get what they want from the girls because I love when the girls are drunk and falling into pools and having to heal it. I get it. I, Mexico was my favorite trip ever. I watch it over and over again. I get it. But fact of the matter is now you have a black woman on here and the things that these women have done in the past They're going to continue to do them if they're not addressed. Now, there's the the other side of it where people say, you know, they're in this bubble and they don't really understand. I get that too, but here's Ebony. So listen to her.
1: Right, and that's kind of all she's saying. Like, Mm -hmm. that's why, I mean, I know there were other people up for their job. I've had Mm -hmm. some of them on my podcast. Now that I know Ebony, I mean, I don't know how this job could have gone to anyone else like she's so good she's not chastising anyone
0: she's like just
1: listen to where i'm coming from
0: and people have become very defensive they they get because i feel like it's holding up a mirror to a lot of people and they're like i this is not what i want but it's like well taylor was getting the shit beat out of her season two of beverly hills it didn't seem to be a problem her husband hung himself. We had to talk about that season three. Like, what do you mean heavy stuff? Like Housewives is sprinkled with heavy stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, like Kim Richards, alcoholism and like yeah. this whole thing with Kyle. And it. that's, yeah, we have heavy stuff. Right. I mean, Luann and her sobriety and all the sobriety issues, that's heavy. Right. I By mean, Luann way, I- fell into Bush and like was arrested. I mean, listen- people are arrested, a lot of people are not arrested for getting violent with a cop. Like, right. so when the cops come, you're literally like, okay, hands behind the back, take mm-hmm. me. Like, got, gonna call my lawyer, but like, but just take me, me in. <laughs> so it's like, we've had issues that there is, there's other heavy issues. I mean, Jules, Jules had an eating disorder. Yes.
0: Yes. And then Stephanie Holman had, had one too, right? And who has,
1: has mental health issues.
0: Yes. Uh, Tiffany, who else had an eating disorder? Crystal, you know, Crystal has one. Right. Um, Come on, we. this stuff has been going on. We've had, we just have not had the real race conversation. We don't have it in Atlanta because they're all Black. So, you know what I mean? Right. We have to, and it's New York City. This is one of the most-
1: Well, that's what I think it world. is. I think that's part of it too. Like it makes sense that you're having this on the New York franchise just yeah. because of what it is here. Like there's, this is diversity.
0: Yeah. And I I think that Luann, I will give Luann a lot of credit because Luann has since after that whole conversation, I can see- that she is willing to listen and that's not something I can say about Luann before she didn't want to listen to anybody about anything
1: I'm shocked to tell you the truth I mean okay let me put it this way I'm not shocked some of the things that Ramona is saying Mm -hmm. I'm not shocked at that I'm shocked Mm -hmm. that she's saying them. does that make sense like yes I'm not shocked that she thinks them and I'm Mm -hmm. not shocked that she's the things that are coming out of her mouth, I'm shocked that she's so okay saying a lot of the things she's saying with cameras on in front of the world. Uh, Which I know, I mean, that doesn't make it any better. I'm just saying No, but I I understand. It almost makes it like more clueless. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you, (laughs) even if you thought these things, I am not saying that's okay. I'm just saying- most people that thought these things would say, I am scared to say these things. I'm just gonna keep them to myself. I'm still thinking them. So whether that makes me a horrible person or that, that's it. But I'm not saying that when there's cameras in my face on a national TV show, because this is like a recipe for a lot. I just can't believe that she is staying true to herself. It is just like, <laughs> no,
0: all, it, it's like Ramona. I'm not
1: rest, I'm not racist. You're this, you're that. And she just doesn't care. And then that kind of makes you like respect her you know what I mean like at least you're being true yeah. to who you are it's yeah. like okay
0: because then it's like okay so she's given us something to work with here I don't want you to be recluse in your thoughts tell me what do you how do you feel tell me what you mean so right. let's talk about it and ramona is really putting herself out there whether she means to or not because you know she always circles back around she's like i didn't mean it that way well ramona yeah you did you did and let's talk about it yeah i like i really that's why that's why i like ramona i don't think the things that she does and the things that she says
1: are malicious I don't think so either. It's just who Ramona is.
0: And I can't say that about everybody because I really have a cynical, I have cynical thoughts about a lot of people. And I'm like, no, they meant that. It was malicious. But Ramona, she's just like a five-year-old.
1: I mean, even Ebony will say like, you know, she doesn't know any better. Like this is the world that she lives in. She goes from the Oprys side to the Hamptons. Yep. And back and And Miami Beach and Aspen. Like she just really is in a bubble it's yeah. true
0: you know what's funny though I feel like Dorinda's in a in a bubble too but I would expect more from Dorinda yeah she has she knows better you know if she were to say something like that I'd be like Dorinda come on
1: and then so then again it's like here we are excusing Ramona's behavior which we do for everything so But that's just why I don't think Ramona is going to be 70 years old and hanging on to this franchise. And like, I, I don't,
0: we're, we're always every season. We're excited to see what Ramona is going to do and say next.
1: She's just, she's fine.
0: She's like Kathy Hilton on speed.
1: Yeah. She just, it's humorous. She just makes it. She gets a free pass. Nobody else gets the free pass she does for being a horrible, and so many, but it's so just humorous. I, yeah. I, I can't explain it either. And yes, Leah's having a bad, a hard season. People yeah, are not.
0: I, I feel like she's not herself. I, th- I feel like she is afraid to really be herself for some strange reason. Um, I think she's being rebellious. And it's just not really her. You can tell it's not organic. That's not who she is.
1: And that's the thing. Like, I don't think they'll get, you know, someone the other day said this, Denise and I, thought I told them they were crazy. But the more I think about it, like, no, I don't think anyone's going home this season. But who knows? If Leah has another weird season, she might be the one going. Sonia, Ramona, and Luana all might be staying after one more season.
0: Yeah. And you know what? I would like that. I wouldn't mind Leah because she, she kind of throws it off balance. I feel like, you know, a lot of people like that Leah is there to kind of back up what Ebony's saying, but it's like, Ebony doesn't need
1: her. No. And whoever is cast will, it'll, it's going to be someone younger, like around their age. It mm-hmm. is, um, it's going to be a diversity hire. So yeah, it's like, you won't, you won't It'll be fine without Leah yeah. if she were to go.
0: Yeah. And I also want to say about uh, Luann, she she has the best comeback story out of any franchise or any Bravo show ever. Luann
1: is the girl. And someone that a lot of people couldn't stand in the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. now she just somewhere along the way got it. She went from class with the countess and please call me Mrs. Steps. I don't know. I don't know if someone said you fell in a bush and your popularity is higher than ever. She just got in on the joke of like, yeah. instead of acting like this, why don't I just be like, I've, I'm a mess. Yeah. And I mean, now she's come back. But when she was a mess, she was like, this is me. What do you want? And that's when like, yeah. So Luann has had like a 180 from how she started, like those early seasons where she's telling Bethany, like, you know, don't refer to me, like this and that. And yeah, Luann has had a great comeback story. She's had so many
0: lives. She's
1: She's had a great comeback story. I don't know. In real life, Luann is so charming in person.
0: Is she really? She
1: is like the opposite of Ramona. She is able, it's a skill. She's able to draw you in and have her moment with you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, she moves on because there's a lot of people, but like she, yeah. So I think that's a skill. Like if you're having a bad day, keep it to yourself. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like when she was on my show, Luann was just a gracious, wonderful like guest, but not even that. Like I've had interactions with her in the real world. I can't, I mean, Ramona's is not that way we know. And Sonia ain't that way really either. Mm-hmm. Sonia's not feeling herself that day. She ain't going out of her way to make you feel good.
0: Right. I, I've never heard anyone say that they do not like Lungan.
1: She's Ever. just one of those where she will be gracious. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a skill. Like yeah. to say today's a bad day but like to the outward public i am class with the countess and like Mm -hmm. these are not the people that are making my day bad so let me not take it out on them right she's like that so that's kind of good
0: yeah and i think that's why she has so many fans
1: yeah and i can't say the same about (laughs) really anyone, really anyone else on the show. I mean, I love Ebony. I just don't know her that well, but my interactions with her on my podcast and afterwards and before I am blown away by Ebony as a person. I think she is so smart and just like, I don't know. I think she's a class act too. I I love Ebony and she has a real, like she could go get like a real job. Like I asked her, she was on my podcast. Like, would you ever be on the view? Like Ebony is could really go and like do something. Like if this ends, like you say, what's going to happen when it ends? Like Ebony will go get a job. Like she can right. survive in the world. She's like really smart. Yeah. I mean, she's had a career before too. That helps, but like she's right. good at it. She's She could have a career in media. She's really good. Yeah. So that's like, I think that's the new brand of housewife. I think that's like where Bravo wants to head. Like, okay. you even look at, like, Salt Lake. Like, Meredith Marks has a real business. Lisa Barlow has a real business. Mm-hmm. Heather Gay has a real, like, these are real businesses. So it's, like, it's more business-oriented now of, like, real people that are, they'll fight, you know, they'll make themselves do whatever, but I feel like Bravo doesn't want that loose cannon. Like, I don't think they want the Jen Shaws or Kelly Dodds of the world. Right. I mean, I know Jen's ah, uh, but like, I think they want you to like rise to the occasion and speak up and, and defend yourself. But like, mm-hmm. I think they want you more. I think they've always kind of wanted this. Like, I don't think they want you to be totally crazy. Someone's trying out for one of these shows. I don't think doing your audition tape and acting like a complete insane person is the way to go. Right. I yeah, think
0: I've- they
1: want like, middle of the road with a great personality that can fight and roll up their sleeves if someone comes at you I think that's what they want
0: yeah you got I mean you got to be likable you just got to you yeah. can't be a cuckoo bird you got to be likable so yeah I, agree I think we've had cuckoo sure.
1: birds and I don't think it works out
0: right <laughs> right now where do you think Bravo should do their next franchise Housewives franchise
1: I really don't think there's going to be another one
0: oh <gasps> You think this is where the road ends David?
1: Well, the ratings are down for everything. No shade to Bravo, and I feel like with another one with adding Salt Lake, it kind of just tipped it. There's so much. There's so much. I don't know. I I don't think there's going to be another location unless I mean
0: we do have Miami, but that's just going to be on Peacock, right?
1: Yeah, I guess unless they blow it out of the water, who knows? Or maybe it'll still stay on Peacock, Peacock. But that's the thing. See, like I don't think people are so excited for another to be added.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't like Miami. I'm gonna be really honest with you. It, it was a lot of people name. did it. Yeah, but when Lars is coming back, Lars is coming back, right?
1: I said I have a bunch of Miami people coming up on my show. Uh-huh. I said right from the beginning when they were casting this, I'm like, the key to this show is mostly Larsa and second, Lisa Hochstein. Remember her? She has the plastic surgeon husband. She is the right age. She was very young. Again, I love my housewives in their fifties. So this is no age discrimination. I'm just saying with the way that they're trying to do it and cast younger people, Lisa was really young that Mm -hmm. now she's not that like she's, I think like in her early forties or she just turned 40 or something like that. So right. she's the right age. She has the right husband. She has the right house. I don't so know she if you're- She's got on the two list.
0: kids. Remember she couldn't, she was having fertility issues. She's got the two kids.
1: Her house is money, huge. It's like on the water. Go and watch her on Instagram. Oh, I gotta see. She has that fake chest that's, I mean, she looks the part from Miami. And she's, I'm. I was like, she's the one. As soon as they were casting, this one's coming back. That one's coming back. I said, Marisol is not coming back. Lisa's definitely going to get an offer, and Larsa's going to get an offer. And I think the whole, I think the whole thing is green lit because of Larsa. I I really do. This is another opinion of mine.
0: Yeah, I think
1: they're like, we can have Larsa. Okay, let's build this show around this.
0: Yeah, because I know she wanted to be back in the spotlight anyway after the um Kardashians dumped her as a friend. We still don't know what happened with that, so hopefully we find out. I mean, she has such a network of friends. And she has been in some stuff and she and she's not one not to talk about it either. She's going to tell you about it.
1: She's going to tell you about it. I think she's happy to be there. I think she knows what to do. Mhm. I mean, I've asked everyone. I mean, she's the main thing I ask about when I have these upcoming Miami interviews. Like we can oh, dance so around excited. everyone else, but like I, I want to talk about Larsa. That's what I want to oh, focus I'm
0: so on. Excited for I that. just
1: think she's, it's going to be good. Like she's learned a thing or two, I think from Kim.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be, I think it's going to be really good. I hope that Bravo, um, you know, puts it on the main the main channel so we can really get that going um I wanted to talk to you about the premiere of Potomac
1: did you watch I did watch
0: how did you feel about it
1: Uh, now I don't like to reveal upcoming guests so I won't tell you who I had on but I sat down and recorded with a Potomac lady today oh okay I mean that only leaves one of seven people so (laughs) I feel that this was the underrated franchise for the first four years. And I feel with what happened with Candace and Monique last season was the season where people were like, okay, we take notice. Yep. And I think that they were able to just come back with like, I think it's one of the best premieres out of all the Housewife shows that were filmed in the COVID period. I think it started with a bang.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think they, they came out and they showed us and now I'm like, oh yes, I want more. I can't wait. I'm super excited.
1: Let me put I it feel- this way. I mean, I think the premiere was better than almost every single episode, barring the Who Slept with Bolo, I'm Kenya Moore, and I'm on an investigative, which I think that's. I think Atlanta had such an off season. So I agree. I mean, Potomac is here, baby. It is here. And so they're funny, like they're fighting, but it's not, they're not. And the woman that I had on today was like, you know, it's not going deep. There's no Candace and Monique. It's not, they're going to fight and it's going to be drama, but it's going to be like, let's have fun. So I think it's going to be old fashioned
0: housewives drama.
1: Yes. And I think it's going to be a lot like New York in the sense that like Karen and Giselle hate each other. Now they're going to be friends. I think there's going to be like flip flopping. Like I know I hated you two weeks ago, but like, here we are. And like, whatever, let's just, I think it's going to be a lot of like that stuff. Like, I don't think it's going to be like this is the feud and let's keep it this way for the whole season. I got the impression from this person I spoke to, it's going to be a lot of like, because oh, right now Giselle has a problem with Wendy. Wendy has a problem with Giselle. So I mm-hmm. a problem with Karen and vice versa. Candace has a problem with it. I think it's like, nothing is going to stay. It's all going to be like, I'm not mad at you anymore. I don't care. Like, let's just move on. That's how New York is and its heyday. Yeah.
0: And you know what? And I think that's one of the, the fun things about New York and what makes me like it the most is that, These women, though they may fight and yell at each other, they at the end of the day, they care about each other. They really do care about each other.
1: I think Potomac is going to be that type of season because I was ready to buckle down. Like you hate this one. And it all seemed like it was just going to change so fast.
0: Oh, that's the fun part. Because it's like, okay, so people are going to be building alliances and we've got feuds that we we have no idea is going to come up and it's going to shock us.
1: And I also think it's great that like, we have a good cast. Mm -hmm. I think Mia seems like she is going to bring something. And like, I mean, one of the questions I asked this person today, well, I'm okay. It's not Wendy who I had on, but like, I think Wendy had a free pass last year because there was so much going on. There was a physical altercation. and It's like, who is the, we had two new cast members this year, Mia and somebody named Wendy Yosefo. Like, welcome to the game, honey. Right. Like after one season, after one season, we have a glam up over here and I'm sure she got it for free as they all do. (laughs) But like girlfriend is looking good. And I mean, now is this like, how is this the professor that is a political commentator last season that really didn't want to I mean, I know a lot of people criticized her of like, your house is messy, despite the fact that you're, but she's come in like throwing this like lingerie nude party and is like, look at my breasts. And I mean, I think Wendy has somehow forgotten that she's a political commentator between season five and six, and she is just here to like throw down and I am here for it.
0: Yeah, I I think I think she looks amazing. I'm excited. I did not really like her last season. To be very a honest, a lot of
1: people didn't. She yeah. was on my show last year, and I didn't realize how many people didn't like her.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I'm, give her another shot. She was only there for one season, so let's just see what she does this season. I think that she is going to give us everything we need, and I think that it's going to be against Giselle. And I I do not like Giselle. So.
1: A lot of people don't.
0: Yeah. and So I'm excited to see her go at it um, with Giselle. Now, how did you feel about um, Candace's new house?
1: I had Candace on my, listen, last year I had Giselle, Wendy, and Candace on, and I just recently had Monique on. So uh, to me, Candace, I mean, uh, my interactions with Candace have been nothing but pleasant. I know everybody hates Candace. (laughs) You know what it is? Candace, like, is like Kenya, she understands the job. Yeah. I mean, Kenya even said at the reunion, someone's like, why are you, well, why do you care who Bolo slept with? And Kenya's like, well, because we're making a TV show. Like that's, that's my job. That's how, that, I, I feel that Candace gets it. But somehow, the, here's the difference. Kenya and Candace are so good at what they do that you believe it. To your point, like a Leah or like a Bronwyn, it's so obvious that you want right. camera time. Candace is just, I think, good at what I think she has made. This is her calling in life. I think she's made for reality TV. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't I don't dislike Candace as much as I dislike Kenya. Now, Kenya, I-, I See, I
1: love it. Kenya.
0: I can't find love. anything good about Kenya. She's I don't pretty. like Porsche. Well, see, that's why we're we're on the other side of the track. Everybody
1: I, likes God, Portia. David. I find Portia to be so boring, just boring.
0: Okay, I I I, can, I see that. I understand how you've come to that conclusion. Kenya, though, I feel like is a she's a nasty person.
1: But she just like you want to spice up. <laughs> you want to spice up the show. I mean, she just like she earns that paycheck.
0: I know I understand a villain don't get me wrong I do understand a villain but there is a soft side of Kenya that we don't really see right I feel like with Candace I think so yeah I feel like Candace is a full person like we know that she does things and she's super annoying and that's why some people don't like her But I can still sympathize with Candace. You know what I mean? Like I understood how Candace felt last year when Karen was riding the fence with the altercation between her and Monique. I got that. I can put myself in that position and understand how Candace was upset. Everything that Kenya does, I don't get it. I'm just not understanding.
1: I think Kenya will just do whatever. Just
0: Because what else is she gonna do? She's to get fired.
1: And I really do think, you know, all the rumors are, and I love her, but all the rumors are that Cynthia is the one who's going, that's the rumor. I'm okay with that. I am. I, I am. I mean, Cynthia to me is larger than Housewives. Like she's yep. just one of those, like, we're lucky to have her, but I right. think it might be the, listen, I think the only two names that you hear, and I think it's true, are her Candy. And I do think Candy will live to see another day over Cynthia. Just for a lot of reasons. I mean, she's candy. Burris, like it's. Do just... you
0: want poor, um Phaedra to come back? Yes. Okay.
1: I so love that.
0: I'm sure that you know there is no Phaedra with Candy.
1: Well, I think eventually Candy will be gone. I mean, Candy also costs a lot of money. I think she's yeah. the highest paid housewife right now. Yeah. So I think that. If Cynthia goes and Candy stays, Candy will go maybe after that. Okay. But you
0: know
1: what? I mean, I had Mike Hill on my show. He was on my podcast. I Aww. love Mike Hill. Such a good episode. So I, I I don't want them to go. I don't want Cynthia to go. I just mm-hmm. think that they're going to have to do something. And listen, it's not going to be Drew. She just got there. It's not going to be Kenya. It's not going to be Portia. It's just yeah. that simple. Well,
0: I, I think that it, well- Everyone's saying Cynthia and I understand that, but I think on Bravo's part, if they were to um get rid of candy, they could bring Porsche, I mean Phaedra in sooner.
1: And save a month. I and mean, really, candy's up. I forgot what the salary was. It's I think okay. it's like over two million. It's something like really high.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They could save So like money. you
1: start to say, like, what does candy do for that? Yeah. Kenya makes, I don't know. I mean, she makes a decent amount, but like, is candy really earning? The highest paid with what she brings now.
0: Yeah, and people say that she's boring. So I mean, I get it, and I get I get why she's being paid the highest. It's not like she brings a lot of drama, but it's Candy Burris, and Candy has a lot of pull in the music industry, and she's like she's a legend. So she's I get a legend. That. Yeah, but I think uh if they brought Phaedra back and got rid of Candy, I think people would be very happy.
1: Phaedra would bring it, and she too doesn't care. I mean, I can tell you unequivocally unequivocally i do not in any way shape or form miss nene that i can tell you
0: you don't miss nene really
1: no No. i never i have nothing against nene i just Mm. thought she was overrated for a Mm. long time
0: i understand that nothing against
1: her wish her the best of luck i just didn't really get it
0: I, I get that. I understand that. What about Marlo? Do you think that Marlo deserves a peach or does she deserve to stay where she is?
1: I had her on my podcast too. I talked about this. I would say that I used to love Marlo and I am okay with her staying where she is now.
0: Oh! What changed your I, life?
1: I Not her being on my show. I love her. I love mm-hmm. her. But I don't... I just... You know, listen, she would have to really, I mean, she also said on my podcast, she's happy where she is. Right. She makes almost, but I mean, she's going to have to share a lot of stuff if she has a peach. And you think so, that's a lot
0: of skeletons, yeah?
1: I mean, like, honey, we're going to have to know who you're going on dates with. And like, we're going to have to know a lot about your life. I just can't see it happening. Can't see it okay. happening.
0: That makes I mean, sense.
1: listen, I don't really feel I don't not, like, I don't feel one way or another. I mm-hmm. like her, and I think she'll be involved regardless.
0: That's a good, that's a good take. They, she will have to show a lot more than what she's given us now.
1: And I don't see that. Like, yeah,
0: she's not doing that. She you know,
1: likes- it's kind of like when they have the housewife spinoff shows, like, you think someone, it's easier to be one way in a ensemble. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if Marlo would, I mean, we're gonna have to follow Marlo alone. No yeah. other girls at a dinner at this. I like her. I'm just not sure that we're ready. I don't, I don't know if that would work. Yeah.
0: For her to be back by, by herself. You know, your friend is getting a, the spinoff. She's um, taping right now, Portia.
1: <laughs> Portia's getting the spinoff. Yes.
0: I think that this whole situation with this, uh, this guy and ugh, it's weird. It's icky. I do like her, but it's icky and it just doesn't sit well with me. And I can't, wait and
1: they're me. not going to bring on Latoya. Like that's not, that's not how it works. They're not going to yeah. bring on that's, it's just not going to work that way. That's You're not right. the new housewife. Ugh. No.
0: Well, maybe they'll switch it up. What do you, what do you think about Candace's mom having a room in her house with this big cardboard cutout of herself?
1: I don't even understand what's going on.
0: Neither do I. I'm like, doesn't she have a home and a husband? Like, what?
1: I don't even understand it, but you know, I like, like, I like that Candace's story is going to be, you know, the kids and getting her masters. And like, I, I really think that Candace is probably going to have a good edit and a, a, not a dramatic season this season. I just think that's where we're going.
0: Yeah. And you know, what, I think, I think she deserves it. I think we, deserve to see another grown the grown-up side of Candace we've never gotten to see the fully grown up the wife the stepmom and the woman who's going after her degree we we haven't seen that from Candace. and that's
1: the Candace that showed up for my show and that's okay. why I felt that Candace is in on it just from my take on interviewing her I was like we talked about all the drama and Monique and all that, but I just saw such a different side of Candace from going, listen, it's a two-part interview. And just, she was just, it doesn't mean I'm team her. I love Monique too. Mm -hmm. I just saw like a more, like I'm not at work and I'm more professional. I don't know. I saw a different side of her.
0: I'm gonna, and that was last year, two parts.
1: Like in December, yeah. Okay. It was two parts back to back like weeks and Wendy was right after that. Oh yeah, and Monique was just on, like I don't know, a month ago. Okay,
0: so talk about that too. What about um? How do you feel about Ray and Karen doing their not the vow renewal? God forbid we say that, but so nice we did it twice. Ceremony.
1: (sighs) I mean, I love Karen Huger. Me too. (laughs) I I love her.
0: (laughs) Do you think that um? But why, I know she's, sh- why try to change the name? It's the same thing. It's a vow renewal.
1: It's a vow renewal. She doesn't want the curse, but right. I just, I don't know. I, I I love Karen.
0: Yeah. Like a thing is a thing, Karen. It is what it is. Just go ahead and do your vow renewal and we'll pray for you and your marriage and we love you. And that's it.
1: I really liked it.
0: Do you think Mike, Michael Darby is going to screw up again this season?
1: No, I have a weird he's gonna feeling. He's going to be on his best behavior. I think he's going to be on his best behavior.
0: Yeah. I saw him interacting with a uh, baby, Darby. I don't, what is his name? The baby? Dean. 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 Yeah. Yes. Interacting with Dean and Ashley. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is very different. This is a different side of Michael. And he seems very happy.
1: I agree. I think that we are, I think it's, I just think that, I think Potomac editors and producers know what they're doing and they are just understanding that we want to change.
0: Yeah. Robin. Okay. So are they going to get married? Are they not going to get married? Rob, Robin and, um, I think
1: eventually.
0: Okay. I was really taken aback by Juan telling her it's super unattractive for you to be in bed till twelve.
1: I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I like that they're going to deal with mental illness this season, you know, between yeah. like her and like depression and like Ashley with postpartum. So I like that they're going to deal with these issues.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. What do you, how do you feel about Mia? I, I,
1: think, her. I think we got something here, yeah.
0: Yeah, because she was not like, Wendy thought she got her and she threw a little shade, and she was like, okay, well, what did you have done? And she's like, oh girl, I got a list. I got this, 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 and this. I was like, oh, she's going to be good because she's not afraid.
1: No, I think she's she's going to be, you could just tell she's going to be good.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about Giselle and, and Karen and this feud now because Giselle really came out swinging. Like she didn't hold anything back. Well, you know, I don't like, I can't stand Karen. I was and like, she yeah. was
1: like, it's just like, ugh, I love seeing Giselle and Karen go at it. <laughs> that's, that's all stars, baby. That's, yeah. that's like all stars. Like. And Karen's talking about a hot box. Like Karen doesn't even know what she's saying. Like she just right. needs to like, she's so take it aback that she's right. not gonna go down without a fight, Karen. But she's so caught off guard by Giselle. She is just throwing everything out there. Yeah, it's making no sense.
0: Do you think Jamal and Giselle, um, do you think they were really a thing, or do you think this was just for TV? Because it's playing out how the people who said it's just for TV, it's it's playing out how they said it would.
1: I thought they were really a thing.
0: Okay. so you That think, was just me. Okay. So that means she's crazy and she's crazy enough to, she's a masochist.
1: I mean, I don't know why you would take him back, you know? Right.
0: Right. I just, and the embarrassment from the reunion, right? Why would you, you got to cut, cut the cord, cut it.
1: Well, she has now. So we'll see yeah. if it lasts, you know?
0: Yeah. Now, um, what are you feeling about married to medicine?
1: Not as great as everyone else feels about it.
0: Why? Okay, so tell me why, because I really like this. <sighs> this season. everybody
1: does. I had on Carrie Wells. I had on Anila. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I couldn't get into it. I honestly couldn't get into it. But I think it's just because I was so busy. Okay. And I had two people on early on and I just, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be part of it, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm loving Potomac. I, I didn't love Married to Medicine this season. I, I, I don't know. I, I literally couldn't get into it. Oh
0: my goodness. Oh, I know. to me. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, and I'm not going to go back and rewatch it. Right. <laughs> you know? That's
0: it. It's over. You're not doing it,
1: but we'll see next year. It's just, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was the COVID. It was just too much of the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it is what it is. I guess I, I really liked it. This reunion with Dr. Scott and Dr. Contessa is really sad. Um, I don't know if this marriage can be saved. I personally don't want it to be saved. I want yeah. Dr. Contessa to move on with her life.
1: It's time. Um,
0: yeah. He's not willing to budge, his ego's in the way. He's not willing to be vulnerable and be truthful with his wife. So I think when you're not truthful with your spouse, you lose them. And that's it.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: that's how I feel. You don't put in the effort and whatever. What are you going to do? Sit and wait for him another 16 years to get his shit together? I don't think so.
1: Move on.
0: Yeah, it's, time, it's definitely time to move on. Now, what, what are you excited about in terms of Bravo right now?
1: I mean, September, Salt Lake City, baby.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be good. Not even
1: just because of Gen I just think ever, it's just second season. That that is really the number one thing that I am interested in at excited about. Really, yeah, they
0: had they had such a great first season. It was really that was the best first season of Housewives. I mean, I think we it's were going to be so, so excited for them. Are you excited about BravoCon?
1: Yes, I went last time. Mm-hmm. I haven't really thought it through, but it's a crazy three days if you didn't yeah. go last time. There's a lot going on.
0: I am excited. I'm excited.
1: We should know stuff soon.
0: Yeah, so I, I can't wait because I am definitely hopping on those tickets. I need to be there.
1: I think everyone this time is like, we need to go.
0: Yeah, So, because I, I feel like um I wanted to... Watch from a distance the first time,
1: which you did. See how
0: it, yeah, and it looked so fun, and every it looked like everyone had such a good time. And the reviews that I've seen, amazing! Everyone had a great time. I want it's be like animal. a fun
1: time. It's yeah. a fun time.
0: So I'm really excited about that. Is there anything that I missed that you want to talk about?
1: Not really. You kind of covered it all.
0: Good. I, well, well, one more one more question. How do you feel about Erica Jane about this new news with her cooperating against Tom?
1: Um I'm just so confused about Erica. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you do you really think that this is a woman who is um cold as ice? She is a liar. Um do you think that she really knew about this situation? Like I don't think she knew.
1: In the beginning, I mean, here's the thing. Like I always have said this and I'm not really trying to take sides. It's like, it's not like your husband made $50,000 and you were living like you made 5 million. There was so much money there to begin with. Right. So like, you know what I mean? Like when you meet someone and there's private jets and all of this, and you hear like Aaron Brockovich I don't think you get to the nitty gritty of whether they make 10 million, 40 million. I don't think it's really like that spelled out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I think there's so much money there that it's like, you don't really, I don't think she wasn't like, Oh, don't ask. Don't tell. I just think like, what's the difference? 40 million, 70 million. It's like, it's so much money that I don't think you really like, track it. If your husband made even a hundred thousand dollars or $200,000 and you were living like you made 5 million, you would be like, this doesn't make sense. I, right. I see your W2. You're an yeah. accountant. You go to work. You're a partner. You make 225. How are we living like this? That right. would be a different story. This was like the money was there right from the beginning. Mm-hmm so who are you to say like this is like we're living above our means i mean nobody would think that because there was so much money to begin with
0: i de- i absolutely agree with so that. that is I- the
1: only that's the argument that she didn't know like yeah. you're not gonna i don't think it was treading a blind eye i just think like she was like this is how we've lived what's the difference how many millions it is
0: do you have a theory on why she divorced tom because i do
1: Yeah, I do. What's What's your theory? theory?
0: You want to know mine first? Yeah. Okay. My theory is that when she got subpoenaed, right? I think that when it came to lawsuits and things of that nature, that that's not her wheelhouse. She's, you know, she is Erica Jane and, you know, she would just go to to Tom, get some consulting. And he probably said, don't even worry about it. I'll take care of it. And that was it. Right. So I feel like when she got subpoenaed, she was like, okay, wait a minute. I may be in some trouble here let me go to Tom and ask. And I feel like he dismissed her. I feel like he told her, don't worry about it. And then I feel like since this whole situation with him not showing up to her, you know, Bravo. I mean, not broad. I'm sorry, her Broadway appearance in the show that really hurt her. And I think the way he speaks to her that we don't see on camera and what we have seen on camera that very diminishing thing started to get to her. And I feel like she was like, okay, wait a minute. He doesn't really care if I get in trouble. And I think she consulted with her lawyers. And I think they said, you probably need to get out right now.
1: Really? Yeah. Mine is similar, but the total opposite. I feel that she, if she didn't know Mm -hmm. that she came home one night, I said this before, turned the key in the door Tiago came running up to her she embraced the lovely Tiago dog he (laughs) ran off she went into the dining room where that long table is turned on the lights and sitting there was Tom with a bottle of wine drank in the complete dark and she's like what is going on And he's like sit down and she's like you're scaring me and he's like sit down and he's like this you know you say she's cold and he's called, I think they're a perfect match. I think they're a perfect match. She talked about it a million times. I don't have a prenup, it doesn't matter. Mr. Girardi would take that prenup and he, it doesn't matter how much I would lose. I think he sat down and he said, this is the last time you will ever see me. I am 80, you are 40, whatever. You have lots of years. I think it's his last act. And I'm a very cynical person. I think it's his last act of love. And he's like, this is what's happened you are fucked. You are fucked. There's no way out of this. You will not call me. There will be no burner phones. Everything is being traced. This is what's going to happen. Pick, pick your media outlet and you're going to make this announcement and it's going to get ugly. You're going to slam me in the press. I'm going to slam you in the press. This is exact. go get a pot of coffee. We're not going to bed. This is exact. And they spent three days locked in that house. And he's like, you have to do literally Like I'm Mr. Girardi, brilliant lawyer. This is how this has to work. And yes, then things are in motion so fast that you don't catch up. But I think that if this happened a year earlier, Mm -hmm. like, look, you never really do it early enough. Cause like, you don't want to admit that the bad thing is coming, right? You're just like, wait, I thought today was the day. And now it's like nine months later. So I'm okay. I think Jen, I think that's how it works. Mm -hmm. But I think if this were a year earlier and Tom was like, we have to do this now, they would have gotten like, away with it. Not that she knew, but I think there would have been a divorce. She would mm-hmm. have the money. He would have no, like they would come after him and there'd be no liability like for her. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just think that they couldn't move fast enough because he waited too long. And I think that's what happens when you're in trouble. You don't really want to change your whole life until it's too late. But if they did this early, I think it could have been like a divorce and she would have the money. And now like, it would be like less likely that she would be in trouble. You see what I'm saying? Like if it was, yeah. four, if this, they got a divorce four years ago, no one's going to say like, that was a sham divorce for you. I think that it just moved way too fast by the time he had this conversation. And she is just like cried. And then she's like, America Jane stop crying, pull us together. You're like Yeah, I just think, I think they're meant for each other. I think they're both business, stone cold. Let's just put this in motion now. And it didn't really work because it was too late, but it could have worked and he would have saved her. That's really what I believe.
0: Wow. So you think this is some Bonnie and Clyde stuff.
1: Kind you of. think
0: that they are in it. They look, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. And this is it. And I think this is some backstabbing and while you really don't care about me I'm actually gonna walk out the door and I'm done wow I like your theory better
1: I think that's what it is I, I do I, mean, I think that's what it is I don't think that she I don't know I don't I think she was okay having a cold business relationship like I think she's you saved me you saved me I was stripping, you gave me a home, you gave my son a home, you paid for my, you know, my career. I think that Erica is loyal. I don't think she's like, I think it's about the family and he's just like, this is, there's no other way. You have, you will, we will never see each other or speak again. I do. I really feel oh that. it's so I, I do. And I so feel ominous. I feel that like, you know, he's like, and it has to get ugly. It can't just be a divorce. You have to throw me under this. And there's a this. And here this Trisha. She's gonna say we had an affair and just like everything. I think it was all to save her of like, I'm, you know you can live to a hundred. I'm not saying you're dead at 80. I'm just saying that he was like, let this, let me do this for you. Like I did this, let me get you out of it. And you have a lot more years left to live than me and you will be free at the end of this. And I will fall on the sword and just take one for the team. Oh my God. I do. I I mean, yes, there's a lot of other scenarios, but I still come back to that one. I still do. (sighs) Oh,
0: that was, was good I feel like I just watched a really good movie
1: and then it's Tom Girardi I mean she says he was brilliant in this and that and he just yeah no there's no trace we can't we can't meet at one in the morning like you know in the in the middle of the woods he was just like this is the end like we're being watched from here on in and let's just say our goodbyes oh that yes. sounds so, oh that's my- i i don't know i still i still <laughs> feel that and I'm a very cynical person i just i feel it i feel it i do feel it I feel that she their love was it made sense for them she had you right. know she lost her father when she was young or he like i just think it I think Erica's one of those cold, independent people. Like she didn't need him around all the time. It really worked for them. It was the marriage that worked.
0: Yeah, I feel like it worked too. It was just perfect for, for them. And, and I, people kind of try and project what their marriage is and what I would have done. And it's like, you, listen, these wealthy people, you have no idea. The, you just don't, you can't even fathom these marriages and these weird arrangements and things of that nature you can't so don't try
1: i think so too
0: yeah you gotta take it for what it would what you what you see on tv because you don't know them and just come up with really good theories
1: like yours. I mean, I don't know. So we'll (laughs) see, you know?
0: Yeah, we'll see. That was, um, wow. That was a really good theory. I'm going to think about this for a long time. So think about that one. Yeah. Now, I want you to tell my listeners where they can find you.
1: Everyone can. So listen to Behind the Velvet Rope, anywhere podcasts are found. It is truly a a five-day-a-week interview show. Not just Bravo, mostly Bravo Housewives, but everything on Bravo, other reality shows too, Big Brother, Survivor, um, Laguna Beach, The Hills, I have people Selling Sunset, like we, I interview everyone, not just reality, I have lots of people coming up from actual shows, like Gossip Girl, just giving you that one as a, you know what I mean, like we've had on Janice Dickinson, and so like we have pop culture icons for us, Hilton, so listen, it's five days a week. It is much different than me here. I don't give my opinion. It is literally like, I will back you into a corner and get you to answer. I just cut through the shit. I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't like, you know, just like that. I'm like, I don't believe you. And I am here. It's not about me. It's about the listeners. I want to get the answer for the listeners. Then you decide the person was full of shit. They knew what they're doing, but I will throw ceremony aside and I will just I will take one for the team, for the listeners, because I want the questions answered. So that is my show. It's five days a week. And on Instagram, which is me, and I check my Instagram all the time, it is at Behind Velvet Rope. There's no the. Instagram does not like long titles, at Behind Velvet Rope. So follow DM and listen to the show.
0: David, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day
1: to- I'll come back for sure. As Potomac, as Potomac, like- moves on in the season, yeah. I should come back and we should do like a touch base. Cause I'm very excited. for Potomac.
0: Me too. And oh gosh, thank you so much. I'm excited to have you back already.
1: I will seriously come back for real.
0: Awesome. This was so fun. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate it.
1: And let me know when it's coming out and I will, Absolutely. If you tag me, I will share it all over the world.
0: Yes. That's what I like to hear. Thank you so much. This is David. so much fun.
1: Nice talking to you.
0: All right, nice talking to you too. You have a good rest of your day.
1: You too.
0: Oh my god, so wasn't that fun? The Erica Jane theory really got me. Like, it got me. I was like, oh my goodness, this is not something I ever thought about. It's amazing and so amazing that as soon as we wrap this interview, I get on Instagram and I'm seeing rumors that Ramona's gonna be fired from Real Housewives of New York City, which I don't think are true. A lot of people are saying that they think Leah McSweeney planted the rumors, and that's not far-fetched, because I think Leah knows that she's family in trial and probably not gonna be coming back next season. If she's not coming back next season, I will not protest that. I'm fine with Leah McSweeney not being there. really honestly. So if you guys love this episode, make sure you subscribe anywhere you stream your podcast. Make sure you leave a review. Let us know what you think. If you want to hit my DMs on Instagram, my name on Instagram is Sincerely Shatea. Let me know what you think. I want to know. Share with your friends. And I know like you know, something crazy is going to happen this week. It's only Tuesday night and we have a long week and long hours and so much time for mess to occur. So I'll be back to talk about it. And again, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.